Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Yivamas daf Pei. We left off on the very bottom of daf Ayin Teslam and Beis. We are at Hechi Dami Swiss Chama on the last line of daf Ayin Teslam and Beis. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children. It is also sponsored in memory of Tova Bas Ephraim Tobi Snitau by her family, the Neshama Shavn It is also sponsored by Eric and Alana Cohn and family in, com- in commemoration of Eric's father's yard site, Jeffrey Cohn, Yoshua Aryeh, Ben Davida Cohen's 11th yard site, Chavav Iyar. I can't believe it's 11 years. In the Shamashav and Aliyah, we thank uh, the Cohen's very much. Also sponsored by the Dafyomi Chevra uh, in honor of Zahava Graf's wed- uh, marriage to Rodi Kopchik. And uh, we uh, thank all the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So we are holding, as I said, on the bottom of Daf Ayin Tes Amid Beis at Hechi Dami Srischama, and today we're essentially going to discuss uh, two topics. But Shneim Shein Echad. It's really one topic. We're going to talk about Sris and Islanders. So they're sort of like the male and female versions of people who are uh, going to be unable to have children because of uh, these physical issues. And we're going to discuss the difference between a Srischama and a Sris Adam, and uh, some of the all the details of a, of a Sris. And then we're going to go into the simanim of a sris and the simanim of, uh, of an islandist. Um, and uh, uh, that's going to be on Amr Beis. So let's begin. Again, we are holding at the bottom line of Daf Ayin Tes Amr Beis. Hechidami Sris Chama. What is a Sris Chama? Rabbi Akiva said that a Sris Chama is someone who never had a Shas HaKosher, that he was someone who was born as a Sris. Um, so Amr Rav Yitzhak Bar Yosef, Amr Rav Yochanan, it's a person who never had a single moment he was born as a Sris but how can you look at a person examine a person and know that he was born that way to know that he's, that he's considered a Sris Chama maybe he was born Kasher and then he became a Sris how would you be able to tell when the person urinates if he urinates in a, sort of an upward direction and it doesn't make a, uh, an arc when he urinates, so then you know that he's a, that he's a Sris Chama, that he must have been born that way. So says Gemara, me may have I from uh, from what does such a Srisus come from? How does that happen? So says Gemara, uh, meaning what 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 ha- what has to go wrong during pregnancy? In order for a person to become a sris chama, so says Gemara. Da afya when the mother was pregnant, she was baking uh, bread in an oven betiara in broad daylight in the middle of the day, where the combination of the chom hayom and the chom or the combination of the heat of the day and the heat of the oven, caused an overheating of the body and therefore caused the uh, the baby to become a sris. Uh, and and also vishas yeshichra marka, she drinks uh, uh, diluted beer, uh, so that. Also, will cause uh, will cause the baby to become a stress. So, I'm Rav Yosef. So, Rav Yosef comments. Oh, that's what I once heard Rabbi Ami say that uh, whenever someone has already been uh, affected from the time that he was already in his mother's womb, and I didn't know what uh, what, what that came from. That I never understood what uh, until I heard this husband. I never knew how that happens in the mother's womb that the baby becomes a stress. But uh, I always knew that. Rabbi Ami said that Sris Chama is something that happens, some event that happens 
in the mother's womb that causes the baby to be a sris. Now I know exactly what that event is. Now I know exactly how that how that comes about. So ask the Gemara, how why why is an Asha sris from uh, from Leda Pater from Chalitz according to Rabbi Akiva? The Gemara asks, granted he's Eino Osakipa, so you know that he's a sris Leda, but maybe he had a moment of health in between and he was at some point in his life and therefore even though he later became a sris again he had a shasa kosher he was and Rabbi Kiva should have been his wife misafek in a chalitza so says well, no. we don't have any such chashash if we know that he was born this way uh, based on the uh, the the the, the uh, Based on, on 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 the fact that he's not able to urinate in in an ark, and we know that he is that way right now, so there's no reason to assume that some point in between he must have been healthy. There's no such assumption. The Orchlenar asks the obvious question: What's the havamin of the Gemara? We always have dinam of chazaka throughout all of shas. We always assume. That if something is, we assume it always was, and if something was, we assume it remains that way. So we hear you have both chazakas. You have a chazaka de Meyakara, and you have a chazaka de Ashta. Chazaka de Meyakara, that he was a uh, Swiss when he was born, and chazaka de Ashta, that he is a Swiss now. It goes against everything we know in all of Shas to, uh, to, to have a Havamina, that at some point in between it changed. The Archlinar says, yeah, yeah, that's by a domain. When you have an inanimate object, then we assume chazakas. We assume a chazaka that uh, something was, a chazaka that something is. But by a balchai, by its very nature, when a person grows, when a person develops, so they mature, they change. People are always changing. They're gaining weight, they're losing weight, they lose their hair, they, they, they turn gray. They, all sorts of things happen when a person gets older. So we assume that the body changes as it gets older. So when it comes to a balchai, we're always going to assume that something had changed. And that's why the Gemara Ravamina, then maybe we should be choshesh, he be, he, that he became a non-sris in between. So asking Mara Masar Rav Mari, so Rav Mari challenges from the Mishnah that discusses mumim of a Bukhar behema. The Mishnah says that a Bukhar that has a certain type of mum in his eye, he has like these little white dots in his eye for 80 days, that's a mum kavua. So the Mishnah explains, how do I know that, uh, that that was there for the entire 80 days, meaning to know that it's a mum kavua when you're being bodek a Bukhar from mumin. So Bichanina ben Antigonus Omer, both can so shalosh pa'amim betoch shmonim yom. You just have to check the animal three times in eighty days, and for all three bedikos, you see that he has that it has that mum. So then you know it's a mum kavua. So if you check a bechor less than three times, we're choshesh that maybe the mum is not a mum kavua. That it was uh, that 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 uh, it was there at the beginning, but then it got better in between. And uh, whatever you're seeing right now is a brand new mum. So why, when it comes to a sris, are we not choshesh that the srisus was there from the beginning? And then was Nisrape, and then came back. Did we check three times? We, uh, we know that he was born that way, and now we're checking him right now. You know, so how could we assume that it was always there? When it comes to a pgam in a particular aver, like in the eye, we're choshish that maybe it was Nisrape, and then, uh, then it got bad again. And that's why, by a Bukhar, you have to check three times, otherwise we're going to be choshish that something happened in between. But when the pgam is in the entirety of the body, like Srisus, which is in the entirety of the body, so then we're not going to be Choshesh that it was Nisrape Benetayim. So by Sris Mileida, we're not Choshesh that it was Nisrape Benetayim. It's interesting, the Gemara makes the, the, the assumption that Srisus is Bekule Gufe. Srisus, one would have argued, is Be'ever Echad, that that's uh, his reproductive organ. 
uh, that, 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 that's when he's unable to, uh, to function like a normal person. But other than that, he's perfectly healthy. So that's what the, uh, the, 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 the Rishonim explained, that, in, that, that, uh, that, that, that the, 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 uh, the Srisus is a symptom of a larger illness. He has an illness that, uh, that, that was caused by his mother uh, baking in the heat of the day or whatever it was caused by drinking the diluted beer. But that's an illness of the entire body. One of the symptoms is that he's a sris. So that's why it's considered something that's bekule gufe. The Ritva explains the svara is that in either a particular limb can, can be healed. But a sris chama, his entire body is weakened. And it's not uh, common that someone who is just in a weakened state overall is going to be able to heal easily. Meaning when one limb goes down, the fact that he's an an overall healthy person will help that limb heal. But when a person has nothing going for him, when everything is in a weakened state, then it's not going to be able to heal. So I don't know if that's a medical explanation, but that's a svara that the, uh, that the Ritva gives. So the Mishnah had said, Rav Lazar or Loki? Rav Lazar said, no, a srischama could do chalitza and recholitz l'ishto, because a srischama has yeshlo refua, as opposed to a srischadam, as opposed to a person who suffered some terrible accident or something, that's where Rabbi Eliezer said he cannot do chalitza. So ask Maru but I'll ask you a stira. We find elsewhere that Rabbi Eliezer holds that a Swiss Chama cannot do chalitza because there's a Mishnah Meseches Nida that tells us as follows, if a person is 20 years old and he does not yet have Simane Gadlus, and now there's a Yavama that he faces to do Yibum with, and Bezin is Mechayev the Yavama to be Misyabim or to do Chalitza. Um, so, in order to Pater from Yibum Chalitza and to be Matir Lashuk, Yaviu, Raya Shu Ben Esrim, the relatives of the Yavama are going to have to bring a Raya that this fellow is 20 years old, Vuhu Asris, and, uh, they, and they'll bring a Raya that he's. Uh, he, he has simonim of a sris, and since he's a sris, Allah is Then he won't have to do chalitz or yibum. The woman won't require chalitz or yibum. Bas esrim If the woman is twenty years old and she does not yet have simonim gadlus, and the husband dies without any children, and she's facing what ostensibly looks like a yibum situation, so basin is going to require yibum or chalitza in order to exempt her from yibum chalitza to be matir l'shuk yaviu raya shehi bas esrim. The the relatives of the Yavama will have to bring a raya that she's taka 20 years old, and that she uh, has seen manam of an islandess. And then you'll know that she's an islandess, and therefore lo chaletz is lo MS. Then she's not going to require chalitz or yibam. Dibrei beis hillel. Beishamai omrim zev zev b'nei shmona esrei. Beishamai says it doesn't need to be 20 years old, whether it be a male or a female. When they're 18 years old in the Rav Shteisaros, already we say that lo chaletz and lo miyabim, if you could prove that they're a sris or an islandess. Rabbi Eliezer Omer has zachar kedivrei beis hillel, that when it comes to a male, we follow the age that Basilo follows in terms of determining that a person is a Sris, that when he's uh, 20 years old and he's low heavy Shtesaros, uh, he doesn't do Khalid or Yibam. When he came, but when it comes to a female, we always, uh, the Rabbi Lezer says that probably we always go with uh, the younger age when it comes to women. Women tend to mature more quickly, and therefore, lack of maturation at an earlier age for a woman is, an, uh, is a sign of idleness than, uh, than, than it would be for a man, a sign of Sris. So, already at the age of 18, if she doesn't have Shtei Saros, she already don't do Khalid or Yibam. And the reason to be Mechalik is because a woman, always uh, has shtei saros, which 
she becomes a gadol at bas mitzvah at 12, and a boy becomes a gadol at 13. A woman physically matures before a man does. So if the nekeva doesn't have shtei saros, by the time she reaches 18, it's, uh, it's as if the, uh, it's, it's the equivalent of a man at the age of 20, and therefore chalitza and yibum are not going to be required. So you see what, what does her blood say in this Mishnah? That a sris chama doesn't do chalitza, because this din of a sris not having shtei saros is only by a sris mileda. That's not by a sris alidei adam. And in our Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar had said that a sris chama does chalitza, meaning Rabbi Lazar p- participating in this conversation. At what age do we assume that a person becomes a sris chama, and therefore he doesn't do chalitza and yibum, participating in the conversation about what age that happens? Rabbi Lazar should have said, no age. Sris chama always does chalitza and yibum. A sris chama is always kosher for chalitza. So, but, but you see, he participates in the conversation. He assumes Rish Chama does not do Chalitza. So it's a stirin Rabbi Eliezer. So answers the Gemara. I'm a Rabbi Bardikuli. I'm a Shmuel. Chazabar Rabbi Eliezer. Not a stirin. He changed his mind. That uh, the, in, in one of the Mishnahis was uh, was was taught after the other one of the Mishnahis. So you have a Mishnah Masech Sivamis, you have a Mishnah Masech Nida, and Rabbi Lazar changes his mind from one to the other. So it says more of the obvious question: Ibailu Mehei Haderbei. Which one did Rabbi Lazar change his mind from? Did he first say our Mishnah that Asrus Chama does Chalitza, and then the Mishnah Nida, like the order of Shas, that he doesn't do Chalitza, or maybe he first said that Asrus Chama doesn't do Chalitza, like in Nida, and then he said that he does do do Chalitza, like. Like it says over here. So the Mark brings a raya that Rabbi Eliezer in our Mishnah was the later Rabbi Eliezer, was the later version of Rabbi Eliezer. So Tashima says, I'll bring a raya. The Tanya, Rabbi Lazar, Omer, Swiss Chama, Cholitz, Vacholtz, and Leishto. Swiss Chama does Chalitza, and we are Cholitz. Le'ishto, we could do chalitza on his wife. She came to strap in Alexandria Shomatzrayim because we find bemidan. Uh, we find in the mid of such a srisus that they're misrape in Alexandria Shomatzrayim. So since we find we see in this brisa that Reb says, like it says in our Mishnah, it's mistaver that that's his primary shita, that's his final shita of uh, from from the two places. Meaning our Mishnah, this brisa are in concert with each other. That must be the more authoritative version of Reb And what he says in the Mishnah Masechas Nida is uh, is is there for uh, ignored. Or, or, Rashi says, another possibility that the raya is from the fact that this price of Rabbi Loza brings a raya Lidvarov from the mice of Alexandria that we do see that people are misrape from Srisos, so it must be that he was Somech on that, and therefore he was there from his original, meaning what would make him change his mind? Meaning, generally speaking, when Tamil Chum formulate an opinion, they formulate an opinion. So what would have made them change their mind? It must be that there was some evidence that uh, that, that was brought to the uh, to, to the table that wasn't there before. So since this Brisa brings evidence, so that must have been the cause of Rabbi Lezer changing his mind, and therefore this Brisa and our Mishnah must be the final and authoritative version of the Sheet of Rabbi Eliezer. So the Gemara says, another possible terrors to the Stira in Rabbi Lezer. Again, the first terrors was... Not a, not a theory. Change his mind. He's a human being. Human beings are allowed to change their mind. The the other possibility is Rabbi Elazar Omer li olam lo haderbei. That Rabbi Elazar says that Rabbi Eliezer the Itana never changed his mind. V'chit nanahi lo onshin. When the Mishnah Masechus Nida says that in the cave of Bashmona Esrei is an islandess and the Zacher Ben Esrim is a Sris, he wasn't saying that as far as being pattering from Yibam and Chalitza. He was saying it as far as far as being Kovea's man, where the the, the Sris and the islandess are considered like a gadol to be chayiv and onshim minatora that before the age of eighteen for a nekeva before the age of twenty for a zachar there's still a katana or a katana because they don't have shte 
Saros, once they get to that age, then they're a gadol. Um, uh, the, but it has nothing to do with Yibam B'chalitza. Rabbi Lazar still needs to define the, the age of Srisos, the age where we're going to say that this person is a Sris or an Islandist, in order to be able to know when, uh, when, when you should make the Bar Mitzvah party, when the father should say, Baruch Shabbatrani, at what point he becomes Chayiv in Mitzvahs like a gadol. Now, Sris and Islanders do not uh, bring, do not, do not grow Sa'aros of Godless like everybody else does. Uh, the Mishnah Masech's Nida that we uh, quoted before mentions that. And therefore, their Godless is Nikva Bishanim, right? They're, they're becoming of, of age is Nikva only by a number of years. Uh, again, 20 according to Beisalel, 18 according to Beishamai, and 20 and 18 according to Rabbi Eliezer. So that's a Machlokas Rav and Shmuel that we're going to have right now. Itmar. Achal Chelev. Let's say in a, 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 a keva that doesn't have Shtei Saros eats Chelev. Uh, we're normally Yuchayv Malkus. Mi Ben Shtei Mesrei V'yamechan Ad Ben Shmona Esrei. Even though we're using the term Ben by, by the fact, virtue of the fact that we're using the numbers 12 and 18, obviously we're talking about a woman, right? So from uh, the age of 12 to the age of 18, V'noldobo Simani Swiss And Lachar Mikan Hevi Shtei Saros. And then you have Simani Swiss and then it was Hevi Shtei Saros. So, so uh, um, even though, again, that's also Obviously, Belashon Zachar, but it means Simani Avinus, meaning a Swiss is what we call a Zachar. That's what uh, the way Rashi understands this whole thing is really about uh, is, is is really about uh, a Nekeva, right? That's how Rashi and Tosla say that we're talking about a Nekeva. It can't be about a Zachar because Gemara says Shtei by a Zachar Hava Saros is Shlosh not Shtei Mesrei. I why does it say Lashon Zachar Lav Davka? And when the Gemara says Simani Swiss, not Simani Island, is also Lav Davka. It's just that since in the beginning it says Achal, so the um, Gemara continues to speak Balashon Zachar, even though it's talking about in the Keva. That's Rashi and Tosos. Happens to be not all the Rishonim are going to read it that way, obviously, meaning if the whole Gemara is reading like a Zachar, uh, obviously there are going to be a group of Rishonim that are not going to read it to be talking about in the Keva. So the Ramban says this is so dochak to say that we're using the word Sris when we mean islandist in the Sunya of Sris and islandist, meaning this is like really important, especially when we're making distinctions between a Sris and an islandist, and you can use the word Sris when we're talking about an islandist. So, um, so uh, the I, but, but, but Rashi had a good point. If we were talking about a, uh, a Zachar, it shouldn't say, Mi ben because a person becomes bar mitzvah at the age of 13. So the Ramban explains that the Sugi is going, uh, that uh, that is maybe Saros, he's already a Gadol. We don't pass like that Shita, but that's how, there is such a Shita in Tanaim. So our whole Sugi Ataka is talking about a boy, says the Ramban, but it's uh, but it's going like the Shita that you could become a bar mitzvah already at the age of uh, at the age of twelve, and uh, therefore a Sris becomes a gadol at the age of twelve days and twelve years and one and one day because he's already that's already this man have saros by a katan who's not a Sris. The Rashba and the Ritva reject that because Rav himself holds the Masechus need the daf memhei the tochas man man, and therefore they say like Rashi and uh, and and, and Tosfos. So uh, so that that's the machlokas Rishonim of but we're going to read it like Rashi and Tosfos. So we're talking about in the Keva. So you have a girl who ate chaylev uh, somewhere between the age of twelve and eighteen, and Noldevel Simani Sris, and then we discover that she's an islandess, and then she's Hevi Shtei Saros. So do we consider that that her to be a gadola already from the time that she's twelve years? old, uh, and, and therefore she's Chayv Malchus, or maybe she only becomes a Gedola when she reaches 18. So Rav Amar, Nasa Saris Lema that uh, she becomes an islandess Lema from the 
the time that she was 12 years old, and therefore she's now going to get Malkus for the Isser of eating Chalev when she was 12. And Shmuel says, no, she was a Katana at that time. It's only at the age of 18 that she became a Gedola, and therefore she does not get Malkus for eating that Chalev, because at that time she was a Katana. Now, a person who's, uh, who is Ma'anes uh, or Mefata, Nara Besula, has to pay a Knas of Chamishim Kasev to the father. There's a Machlokus or whether a person is ma'anis a katana, uh, a katana, not a nara, is chayiv knas. Rameir holds that the chayiv knas uh, does not apply to a katana, it's only by a nara, until six months after until from the age of 12 to 12 and a half. That's when she, at 12 and a half she becomes a bulgaris, she's not even a nara anymore. And the chayiv hold that whenever it says nara in the Torah, it means nara, not bulgaris. It means a girl who's not yet at the age of bulgaris, but it does not ex- exclude a katana. And therefore, Rahman al son, a person is ma'anis or mefate, mefate katana is, uh, is a pizza katana, is ones, right? Uh, probably the first system of law, I would imagine, the first system of law to recognize something called statutory rape is, uh, is uh, the Torah. So uh, is mefate uh, a, 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 a katana, so he pays a kanas according to the chachabim. So Maskel Rav Yosef, the Rav, according to the Shita of Rav, that an island this becomes a gedolo lima freya from the time that she was uh, 12 years old, uh, even though she's an islandist, islandist from mayor, Yehela Knas. Someone who's Ma'anis or Mefata, an islandist, should have to pay the Knas. Because according to Rav, when she became an islandist at the age of 18 and she does not yet have Shtei Saros, it's Huvar Adovalimafreya that she was a Gadola already from the age of 12. So it turns out she's like every other woman that, uh, from, from the, that became a Gadola and she has Yemen Narus for six months and afterwards she becomes a Bulgaris. And during that time, someone who's Ma'anis or Mefata, her, should have to pay the Knas when uh, later on it's revealed that at that time she was a Nara. Whereas in Mesechus Ksubis and Daflam and Hayim Beis, the Brisa says that, uh, that that an islandist doesn't get a knas, and that must be going like the Shita of Rabbi Meir. So Amr le Abaye mikatnusa yotzel beger. So so Abaye says no no, an islandist goes straight from Katnus to Bagrus. She doesn't have a Tkufa of Narus between being a Katana and being a Bulgaris. When she turns 12 years old, she stops being a Katana and right away she's a Bulgaris because the Narus is a Tkufa of six months after she has Simane Habagrus, after she has Shtei Saros. An islandist never has those Simanim and therefore she skips that entire stage of Nara. So even though Rav says it goes back to Mafreya to consider her a Gedola, yes, a Gedola, but a Gedola meaning a Bulgaris. She never has a six-month in between period of being a Nara. So Yosef says, you're correct, but we should hear such, uh, uh, such correct and, 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 uh, and, and uh, on-the-mark uh, type of uh, teachings. Uh, should be said in my name, that I should be, I should be so zocha to, uh, to be mechaven to the Amita uh, Shaltora. That a Saris can never become a Ben Sorumora, because uh, Saris never has Shnei Saros of Godless, so he never has Chasimah Zakanatachton, which is a certain amount of pubic hair that has grown, so it's not Shaykh to be a Ben Sorumora. And an islandist that's Mizana when she was in Arusa within the six months after she became a Gadola does not have the din of a Skila like any other Narumorasa where she's Chayev Skila. Rather, she's like a regular Ashish where she'd be Chayev Chenek. And the reason is, she'd be Katnusa, Yatzel the Beggar, because from the time.
time she became an, the, the, an islandist who uh, goes straight from being a katana to being a bogera. So there is no kufa of narus in between. So you see Mufurish in the Bryson, like Abaye, that an islandist does not have this kufa of narus, and therefore uh, the, the Rav Yosef said to Abaye, you're mechavin, lamita shel Torah, because you have explicitly, like you said, you do, you were unaware that there was a Bryson like this. Bryson says exactly what you said, that there's such a, there's such a din, that, uh, that an islandist goes straight from being a katana to being a bogera. So the Gemara discusses now a little bit more detail about a saris and an islandist. So I'm Rabbi Avahu. Simani Saris, the Simanim of a Saris, of the Islandist, and uh, the, the Simanim of an Islandist, Uben Shmona, and someone who's born in the eighth month of pregnancy, and, he, uh, and, and there are Simanim that he's uh, fully matured as a uh, baby, that uh, he has uh, grown hair and fingernails. Ain Osin ben Maisa. We don't, we don't do any Maisa to be Kovea with certainty that there were no uh, Sa'aros because uh, there are Swiss and Islanders, and to say that they're ready Gedolim, and we don't do a Maisa to be Kovea Bivadaus that the Ben Shmon is a Ben Kayama. Achiu ben Esrim, until the Swiss and the Islanders uh, and the Ben Shmona are 20 years old. If up until uh, that time they don't, uh, they, 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 uh, they, they still don't have hair, they still haven't had Shtei Saros, then we're Kovea that they're Gedolim, and uh, if the, the Ben Shmona uh, remains alive until that time, then we know that he's a Ben Kayama, meaning we cannot say with certainty that a person is a Saros or an Islanders, or even a child born in the eighth month of pregnancy that he's a Ben Kayama, that he's going to survive until you reach... Uh, pretty advanced, 18 or 20 years old, and only then we could be certain that the, the boy is a Saris, the girl is an islandess, or that this baby that was born in the eighth month of pregnancy, which the Gemara always assumes that the eighth month of pregnancy, that the child is not going to be able to make it, so until they, they live a significant amount of time. So I asked the Gemara, Rabbi Yavo, Ben Shmona, Mika Chai, wait, is that even possible? A baby born in the eighth month of pregnancy is able to live? We never even heard of such a thing, that a baby is able to survive. Baruch Shem, in our generation, we, uh, we hear of such a thing plenty. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's, uh, it's that's pretty good, you know. If, uh, the, when the you know the d- doctors that deal with preemies, that's uh, that, that's that's a pretty late preemie. So, but uh, but Ben Shmona Mika Chayiv Tanya, but the Bryce says Ben Shmona Reu Ke'evet Va'asu L'Taltlo. He's mukz on Shabbos. He's like a rock. Avul Imo Shochalavu Menikaso. When the mother's not even allowed to lift him in order to nurse him because uh, we assume that he's uh, that, that that he's that, that he's not going to survive. So he has a status of muksa. So the woman has to just lean over. And nurse and nurse the baby, and we're not choshesh that the mother's going to be metal to the baby because the ben shmona is no chay klal. He doesn't live at all, so it's a kashrut rabbi Avo that says the ben shmona is able uh, is able to live. Um, the uh, what's the sakana? If the baby's not, if the baby's not going to live anyway, so why do we call that a sakana? Mepnei sakana. The mother leans over and uh, nurses him. So uh, so uh, the Rashi says sakana of the mother and the baby. Sakana sakana shneihem haben vehaim shlo that it's a sakana for the mother also to not be able to expel her milk. So the Akronim uh, wonder about this, that a Ben Shmon is like an Evan. Why is it a sakana for the baby? I mean, it's one thing to say sakana for the mother. I get it. She's a, is a person that's going to live. That's what the Ritva says as well. That also, that there's no shash of a sakana of a Ben Shmona. He's Ke'evan. Rashi and Tosim and Shabbos say that it's sakana for the mother by, by having so much chalav bidodeha and it will be mevili dechali. So they leave out the part about it being a sakana for the baby. Meaning, ad kitekach. The Gemara assumed that it's not, he doesn't even have a status of pikuach nefesh for this baby. The baby's not going to live anyway. But bottom line is, Rabbi Avos seems to be saying that the baby can live. And if it lives in 
until the age of 18 or 20, then you know that the baby is going to survive. No, when Rabbi Avo said that the baby can survive, that's when that you see that he looks like a Ben Kayama, he doesn't look like a preemie. That's what Rabbi Avo said. Still, we can't be sure that he's a Ben Kayama until he's 20 years old. But the Bryson that says that he's like an Evan and that he not even uh, that he's Muksa and all of that, that's when uh, when when uh, it's not Nigmar Simanov, and therefore we treat we treat him like uh, like Muksa. The Tanya, the Bryson brings a raya to Rabbi Ze, to to the, to, uh, to 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 the to uh, this answer, Ezu ben Shmona, kol shalo kalulo chadashav. When do we say that a ben Shmona is considered to be keven, uh, when he's considered to be like a rock and has a muksa status? Whenever it's a lo kalulo chadashav, that he didn't, uh, he didn't, he, he was not full term. Rabbi Omer simanim alav. There are simanim that will be mochiach that he's not a ben kayama, and they are saaro utzi parnav shalo gamro. See that he doesn't have hair, he doesn't have fingernails. So gemara's medayik timer lo gamro sounds like it's because his hair never grew, his fingernails never grew. Hagamru, but if his hair of his fingernails grew, Amrinan, Haibar Shivahu, then we must assume that probably it's earlier in the pregnancy than we thought. That is really a seven-month pregnancy. And in the seventh month, it's Nigmar Yitziraso, Vishtayu, Ehudi Ishtayi. And the fact that he was not uh, born right away at the end of the seven months of pregnancy is because he stayed in the mother's womb and he came out afterwards. And uh, meaning he was really, was really on a different track of pregnancy. So we know the baby was born in the eighth month so we thought oh must be a preemie but it could be a post me i don't know it could be it could be a uh, a, a, a that the baby was born a little late that uh, that really was a, the gemara always assumes that there are two tracks of pregnancy that there's a yoledis Letitia, there's a nine-month pregnancy there's a whole other type of pregnancy called the yoledis Shiva, and full term is shiva so it could be that he's a he's he's a seven-month pregnancy and he just uh, decided he wasn't ready to come out yet so he stayed in the inside the mother for a little extra time but uh, he's a he's a ben kayama for sure in such a case. So if he's a, the, the way to tell is if he's nolat simanim, if he has these simanim that he uh, that he that, that he's fully developed inside the mothers. So ask Mara el hadavid rava tosva uvda the fact that uh, that rava pas rava tosva paskin alachal maisa be isha shalav bailu medina siyam be ishtahi ad shata a woman whose uh, husband went away to Medina Siyam and stayed there for a full year and now the woman gives birth L'chora, that's a pretty good raya that the Vlad is a mamzer the husband's been in Medina Siyam she never got a get from him and 12 months later while the husband is still in Medina Siyam she gives birth to a baby Zmana Ibor doesn't last more than the gestational period is 9 months the the, the, the husband hasn't been here uh, for the last 12 months and nevertheless for Achshrei Rav Paskin that the baby is not a mamzer because he says we assume that uh, the baby was notes are from the B.S. Habal 12 months earlier. Now we had uh, the, the Gemara Yitzira was nine months later, but the baby just hung out inside the mother for another three months. So Kiman, which sheet is that going like when Rav Tosfa says that the Uber could stay around inside the mother after Kalil uh, Chadashav for, uh, for another three months? L'chora, Kirebi, Da'amra Mishtah. That's exactly what Rebbe's saying, that in a seven-month pregnancy it could happen that the baby's going to stick around until the eighth month before coming out. So Mechitesi, that in a nine-month pregnancy won't be the same. So that's what uh, Rav Tosfa said that even when the baby's born 12 months later you assume that it was a 9 month pregnancy and the baby just
Rishos decided to, uh, to 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 stick around. So uh, so so uh, it's a kash on Rav Tosfa because Rebbe's a das yachid and the Rabbanon are cholik on Rebbe. So it's one thing to say, okay, now I know which shita he's uh, he's going like, but that's it's not okay to go like a das yachid. You're supposed to go like the shita of the Rabbim. The Rishonim raised the question: Why does the Gemara only ask on Rav Tosfa? Why, do, why don't we ask on Rabbi Avahu? Because Rabbi Avahu also seemed to have said the same thing. So the Rishonim say that Rav Tosfa said this as far as halacha lemaisa. Rabbi Avahu could be that he only said you have to wait until he's twenty years old to know uh, 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 to, 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 to know whether he's a, whether he's a ben kayam or not. Lefi that shita that siman mochichan alav, but it's alav uh, dafka that he's passing that way. Also, it could be that's how the Rashi and the Ritva say. Also, the Ritva says. It could be that it's not a kasha on Rabbi Avo who holds like a Rebbe because it's Mestaber, Divi Rebbe or Mestaber, but Rabbi Tosva is kasha because we pass on Allah uh, like uh, because he's passing on Allah like Rebbe, meaning all Rabbi Avo was saying was that it's Mestaber to Rebbe, but he wasn't saying that we pass on like Rebbe. The, po- the point is that Ovid Rabbi Tosva, Uvda, that he did Allah Lamaisa. So this is a problem. How could he do Allah Lamaisa like a Das Yachid? <coughs> against the Rabbim? So it says, Markeven Dikar, Mshim Gamliel, to Amar Mishtahim. That since Rabbi Shimon Gamliel also holds that sometimes the baby sticks around inside the mother, so that's considered like passing like the Rabbim. It's no longer a das yachid because we found that there's someone else that says like Rabbi, and that is Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. The time Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Omer, if a Vlad uh, survives for 30 days after his birth, so he's not considered a nafil because the nafil would never live 30 days. And therefore, he seems to be saying, even if it was a Ben Shmona, even if the baby he was born in the eighth month of pregnancy, we assume he's becheskas, that he's a ben kayama, that we're told that uh, the Gemara Ibor is, uh, is, is uh, seven months later, and he st- was, was only seven months, and the baby just stuck around. So, Tan Rabbanan, Ezu um, who can we say with certainty is a Srischama? So, Koshu ben Esrim, Vlohevi, Shtei Saros. If someone is 20 years old and he doesn't have Shtei Saros, Vafilu Hevi, Lachemikan, even if when he's 21, all of a sudden he has Shtei Saros, Hareu Kisris, Lacholdvar. It doesn't matter. By then, it's too late. We treat him like a sris luchal devarif. And here are the telltale signs of a sris. Kol shein lozakan. He doesn't have a beard. Usaro lakoi. His hair is very thin. It's a ubesaro machlik. His his flesh, his skin is very smooth, like a like a woman's skin. If his meir glayim doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't make bubbles. And others say another simon is that when he urinates, it doesn't make an arc when uh, when the urine comes out of his body. When the shikvazaro is when the shikvazaro the the semen that comes out of him is uh, is clear like water. That if uh, the, that, that if the, the meiraglayim his urine doesn't become a very uh, very very foul smelling when it remains in a uh, in a kli. Others say another simon called that uh, that if he bathes in the uh, the, the in the in the winter months and uh, there's no steam that comes off of his body. Another simon is from his voice that he sounds like a woman. His uh, his voice sounds like the the voice of a woman. So that's another uh, an- another uh, another simon that he's a Swiss. And what are the simonim? 
to say that a person, that a woman is an islandless, if she's 20 years old and she does not yet have shtei saros, even if afterwards she ends up having shtei saros, so she has the status of an islandless for all halachas. And the following are the simanim of an islandless. If she never grew breasts, and tashmish amita is very difficult for her. Meaning none of these simanim on their own will make a, a woman definitively an islandist. We're saying that all of these together are indicators of an islandist. She doesn't have, uh, she, her, her body is not, uh, is not shaped uh, like, a, like, like a woman that, uh, where she's wider at the hips. If her voice sounds like a, a man's voice, she has a, a thick, uh, um, uh, deep voice where people who hear her will think that she's a man. That's also a simon of an islandist. The Gemara brings a machlokas in order to be koveya, that he's a sris. Do you need all of the simanim or any one of the simanim? So, itmar simani sris. Rafuna amar achiu kulam. Rabbi Yochan amar afilu be'echad mehen. Rafuna says not all of these simanim that are mentioned in the Brisa will determine that a person is a sris, whereas Rabbi Yochan says even one of these simanim will make the person a sris. Tulsus points out that Rafuna is only to make a person a vaday sris, but as far as safek, Rafuna would be moda that a simon echad is at least a cause for concern, is at least a red flag that maybe you have to assume that the person is a suffix sris. So Look, if the person has shtei saros in his beard, then everyone is going to agree that, uh, that he's not going to be nikva as a sris unless he has all of the simanim of a sris. Uh, Tulsa raises the question, wait, we just said one of, the, one of those simanim is shtei saros bezakan. So how can you say if he has shtei saros bezakan, he obviously doesn't have kulan. He's missing all of the uh, simanim. He's missing one of the key simanim of a sris because one of the simanim so it can't be that he has kolos simanim. So it also points out that the simon of Ein Lo Zakan means that it's not nismali zakano. Uh, that if not nismali zakano, but if he has a uh, few hairs growing out of his face, that uh, he still has that simon of Ein Lo Zakan. But if he has shtei saros that are growing out of his face, so then you need to have all of the rest of the simanim in order to be machzikim as a saris. Ki pligi b'shalo hevi. The whole machlokas is if he doesn't have two hairs in his beard, in his beard that's where Afuna says that he's not going to be Nikvah is a saris unless he has all of the simanim. And Rabbi Yochanan says that one simon is enough to be koveya that he's in fact a, uh, a, a, a saris. Um, the uh, the the Tosh raises the question also that we had said on Amar Aleph that in order to know whether he's a saris Mileda, if he's matil mayim and it doesn't make an arc when he's matil mayim, um, so then you know that he's a saris Mileda. But if you need all of the simanim, the other simanim are not nikarim Mileda, So how do you know that he's taka saris Mileda if you only have one of the simanim that you? could check from that point. So the Tulsa suggests that if Mileda he, he doesn't urinate with an ark and there and then the other simanim come, each simon in the right time, so then it's mochiach that the simon of Eino Sakipa uh, is mochiach and all the other simanim that all of them were there from Leda, that you know that he must have been born with all of these simanim. Elohadam uh, 
Ainu Bay, but that which Rabbi Ravua said to the Rabbanon, go and check Barav Nachman, who had some of the Simani Sris, Ibisarumala Hevel, go see if he has all the Simani Sris, go see that when if he bathes in the wintertime where there's steam emits from his body, so uh, so so uh, that that uh, if if his busar is Mala Hevel, then he'll be missing one of the Simani Sris, and then he'll be Mutulov Bakal, then we'll know that he's not a Saris. So Ace of Lebras and 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 if that's the case, he's the best bachur in the yeshiva. I'll give him my daughter as a wife. I'll be happy to marry my daughter off to him as long as I know that he's not a psul kal. So just make sure that when he bathes, that the, we go to the bathhouse and then look at him and see if steam comes off of his body. So Keman, who is that assuming like? Who's Rab Baravu assuming like? Kirafuna. He must be assuming like Rafuna that if you don't have any of these, if, if that if, if you're missing any one of these simanim, then you're not a, a saris. So it says, well, low. It could even go like Rabbi Yochanan that even a simon echad is enough to determine srisos. That which Rab Baravu required all the simanim because Rav Nachman sikidikna havile. He had uh, he had hairs in a number of places on the beard. So in that case, even Rabbi Yochanan would be moda that he's not muksuk as a saris when he doesn't have uh, when he, when he doesn't have all of the all of the simanim. Then the Mishnah said a saris lo chalitz lo miyabim v'chein ailunis doesn't do chalitza nor does yibum. So the Gemara is medayik katani saris dum yadailunis. The Mishnah seems to equate a saris and an ailunis. Ma ailunis pidei shemayim av saris pidei shemayim. That just like an ailunis is talking about someone that, that was an ailunis pidei shemayim, the saris is also. It's not that an accident happened to him. It's that he was born that way. It's pidei shemayim. And therefore, it's meduyak that the Mishnah is assuming, like the sheet of Rabbi Kiva, Damri Bidei Adam in Bidei Shemayim Lo, because Rabbi Kiva is the one that said at the beginning of the Mishnah that if the, that that uh, Saris that who, whose sirus happened Bidei Adam, yeah, that's someone who uh, can zokek a woman to chalitza, and he himself would require chalitza. But if he's a Saris Bidei Shemayim, then he's out of the parsha of chalitza. So you see that the Stab Mishnah seems to be assuming, like the Shita of Rabbi Akiva. Okay, but tomorrow we'll pick up with the two dots at the bottom of the page.